Christ Jesus, dear fellow redeemed. Well, the question is, should they have done what they did or not? There are many who would like to argue that Peter's suggestion to replace Judas and the action taken subsequently to act on Peter's suggestion was premature and perhaps should not have been done. If you came to chapel this morning hoping to find the answer to that question in the message, you may as well leave now because I'm not going to enter into that debate in the midst of this message. Rather, I'm going to focus, as the text does, upon something else. The text in its entirety covers Peter's suggestion, the process that takes place to replace Judas, the identification of candidates, and ultimately the selection of Matthias. Many of our English translations have a nice little heading that says something about the selection of Matthias. And yet it's interesting. It's almost as if the text isn't really about Matthias at all. He's just kind of necessary so that we can hear something about Christ, namely unity in Christ. You see, initially, Peter's suggestion reveals that there was a disunity that had taken place. Disunity between Judas and Christ. Judas had become disunited, following Jesus only to a certain point and no further. Eventually, his own self-interest taking over, guiding him in a different direction, guiding him to seek out those who were willing to pay a price for Jesus, guiding him to cease following and to lead a band of others to Jesus. And after betraying him, Judas found himself remaining in that state of disunity with our Lord, that state of separation. In the midst of his sin of betrayal, Judas never became reunited. Rather than repent, Judas ended his life, and apart from Christ, remained in his sin, dead in his transgressions. And consequently, there was a vacancy. In contrast to Judas, Peter suggests something else. Peter suggests an emphasis on unity with Christ as he begins to outline the qualifications of the one who ought to be selected to take Judas's place. It needs to be someone who is united. United by having been present. Present from the time of Jesus' baptism in the Jordan by John up through the event just immediately preceding our text, our Lord's ascension to the right hand of the Father. Someone who could attest to all of the events of Jesus' ministry. Someone who could attest to his death and to his resurrection. Someone who could serve as an eyewitness, a true witness to Christ in his accomplishment of salvation for his people. And so after Peter suggests these qualifications, two names emerge from the broad group of those gathered there. Joseph, otherwise known as Barsabbas, otherwise known as Justice, 
and Matthias. It would seem evidently from the text that both of these men fit the qualifications. Either one of them could have been chosen and could have carried out the task that was laid before them in adding them to the eleven. They both were qualified to fill the vacancy. And so in prayer to God, they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias, and he was elected. But the emphasis isn't on Matthias. Once he's been elected, we don't really learn anything more in the text about him other than that he is the replacement for Judas. It isn't that Matthias didn't matter. He needed to be there. It isn't even that Peter's suggestion that Judas be replaced was unimportant, or for that matter, that Judas's reason for needing to be replaced was unimportant. It's just not what the text wants to point us to. The text has as its most important and central focus Christ and the proclamation of his resurrection. The salvation of Christ accomplished by his death and his resurrection that was witnessed by these disciples and witnessed by the one who would replace Judas. After Christ's ascension, they had a task. They had a task to be Christ's witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in all of Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, even as our Lord had instructed them. And so Christ would utilize them to proclaim his salvation, to bear witness to all that had transpired, to bear witness to the fact that our justification was accomplished in Christ. Through them, including Matthias, Christ would dispense his gifts to the church in word and in sacrament. And so, in much the same way, we have become united in Christ. In our sinfulness, we've betrayed him with our sinful actions, not all that unlike Judas, deserving death in our own transgressions, disunited from Christ, and yet Christ died and rose for us and brought life into our sinfulness and restored us and reunited us to him bestowing upon us the very gift of forgiveness that he accomplished for us. And then beginning with Matthias and others in their proclamation, the message of Christ's salvation spread. Spread from generation to generation until ultimately it spread to our ears through someone's proclamation as Christ ensured his witness would come to us. And we became united to him as his people. And so he has united us to himself for service. Having been united to him, he has prepared us for service in his kingdom. The lot which once fell to Matthias has now fallen upon us, not to be added to replace Judas and be marked as one of the twelve, but rather to take our place in a long line of witnesses who carry forth the same message that they carried forth bearing witness to the risen Christ, to share the gifts that Christ dispenses with others, that they in faith might know their salvation and know their Savior and joyfully receive his word and his sacraments as we carry out his work in his holy office.
And others among us, he has united us for service, perhaps in a slightly different way, not in the pastoral office itself, but in service to him and his kingdom in many and in various ways, but still doing the same kinds of things, bearing witness to him, rejoicing in his gifts, doing probably much the same thing that Joseph, otherwise known as Barsabbas, otherwise known as Justice, did after he wasn't chosen. There's nothing to suggest that he didn't continue to rejoice in the risen Christ and to share that joy with others. He just didn't have a 12 after his name like Matthias did. In either case, that which is important for us is what was important then, that Christ has died and risen and united us to himself, given us his gifts, chosen us as his people, and permitted us to be his witnesses as his people. In many ways, the text isn't about Matthias at all. It really isn't about Judas either. The text ultimately is about Jesus, his death and his resurrection for you. To him be the glory both now and forever. Amen.